so much to attack in this week. You gotta be done by nine o'clock and the thing is yeah, shit on your own, and it's. I don't want to waste five minutes at the start. It's not because you're um, you feel threatened by the uh, the king of the world, is it? The king of the world. I don't even know who that is. Seems like a lot of people talking about the king of the world in the chat room. Uh, it's been all. The, it's been a hit this week. Apparently, a lot of kids in the playground chatting at the king of the world. Oh, I don't think they were. I think they were saying, "I'm linking at it." Uh, no one's been saying that at all in any of the social media. I've seen, I showed uh, the King of the World to my daughter and son and they love it. I think, to be honest, uh, it might be my ticket out here. I think I might get on to CB. I'm your ticket out here. I don't think you are my ticket. I think you're my ticket here. You're my ticket to be here for the rest of my life in my attic. Um, Just pretending I'm on TV and I'm not on TV. But the King of the World, I think, could take me all the way. It could take me to the big time. No, Rich, you stick with me. I'll see you. Right, don't you worry, because I'm cheeking me. Hold on. Hold on. Hey! Yes, I'm cheeky. That's why I am cheeky. I just think it pulls, you know, by comparison to I'm the king of the world. Uh, no, I'm the death still. Well, you know, that show business, you come along, you think you're the bee's knees. That's what the Brian Wasp thought, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, I'm, again, I'm confusing wasps and bees, and they don't like that, apparently. Apparently... You can't say that anymore. You can't say it. You can't confuse Austin these anymore, Richard. People don't like it. You can't confuse what? Austin these. You can't confuse Austin these. Austin these. I don't know what he's saying. Um, The King of the World has very clear pronunciation. I do like the King of the World. Don't stop going on about the King of the World. You're, you need me. You know you need me. I, I know, it's not the king of the world and herring such a thun, is it? It could be, though, couldn't it? You wouldn't fit that in the logo. We could change the logo so it would fit in. We could just put a king, like a crown in there and herrings. No, and don't you worry. If you did that very quickly, you'd find it would just be the king of the world, such a thun, you wouldn't even be in it anymore. Well, that might be the case, but that's the risk I take bringing, you know, giving all you guys a chance on this show. I bring you all in selflessly, give you this window using my fame... There's 200 people watching this live. I mean, that's incredible. And, you know, another one to 2,000 people will watch it on YouTube. And that is those... You can't argue with that kind of viewing figures. You cannot argue with it. Also, I've got, I've got to tell you, Ali, I've got a lot of stuff coming up um, in November and December. Uh, on Sunday, the episode I did at Tipping Point's finally going to... Tipping Point. Pardon? Tipping Point. What are you saying? I'm talking about tipping point. I'm that's what I'm saying. Tipping point, tipping point, tipping point. I'm talking about the same thing as you. Tipping point. I was on tipping point. I'm talking. I'm talking about tipping point. And I was on. I'm talking about tipping point. Well, I'm talking about tipping point. So can we just stay with what I'm talking about, and then we'll finish the tipping point thing, and then we can talk about tipping point, and as long as you want. I'm talking about tipping point with ten chattered. You're talking about tipping point with ten shepherds. I mean, 10 is the only word I understand in that. 10 what? 10 shepherds. I don't understand what's going Titin toin uden. What's den shattered like in real life? What's what, what's who like in real life? Den, den shattered? I don't know what I'm called den shattered. I'm on Sunday. Ali. Oh, God. I'm just trying to say titin toin uden shattered. That's all I'm trying to say. Why is it so difficult? I'm on Tipping Point with Ben Shepherd. He's the host of it. And, um,. It's on Sunday. I recorded it back in um, July 2019, and I was slim. I mean, comparatively, 
it's all comparatively uh, and sorry but my computer's on don't want that uh, and have I turned it off yeah um, and uh, yeah so you know it was fun I can't talk about what happens but do tune on Sunday 7pm ITV that's just the start of it I'm on Taskmaster tonight I'll be doing a watch along with that uh, and every week till December the 17th, uh, I'm on The Chase on Boxing Day. The Chase, yeah, with, with, with old Dradley. With who? Dradley. Dradley Wiggins. I don't think it's Bradley Wiggins is on it. It's the, it's the Chase with Dradley Wiggins, isn't it? Dradley Wiggins. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's... I, don't think, I think you've got the name. Dradley Wiggins. I think that's his name. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm on The Chase on Boxing Day. Very exciting. Uh, I am on... Uh, the Russell Howard show. Oh, little Russell Howard! I talk about you. There's a picture of you. It's going to be. Is it not? I didn't take you with me, but they, they, we, we talk about you and Brian Wasp. And to be honest, I mean, I think like Russell Howard skews that conversation. It makes me look crazy. He's laughing at me for having a wasp on the show, and then we talk about, and then I talk about you, and he looks at me like I've gone mad in lockdown or something. But I mean, I've never felt more sane in my life. It's wonderful. So do tune in to Tipping Point. Titting Toint, Titting Toint. You can't swear like that on, on Twitch. It's not appropriate. Um, also today, big news, very exciting. Uh, it's the 18th birthday of my blog, Warming Up. Oh, yeah, that I've done every single day since November the 25th, 2002. I've written an entry for every single day. Every you know, Holidays, Christmas Day, birthdays when I've been ill. When friends have died, nothing has stopped me. I've written something like 7,000 and so consecutive entries. And it's an amazing thing. Um, thanks to everyone who supported me through uh, through all of this. Never got any kind of press attention. I, You know, I remember when uh, I'd done a year of it, I thought probably I'll get in uh, Chortle. I'll probably write about this. Maybe The Guardian will be in touch. A man who's written 365 blogs in a row now seven thousand whatever five and a half million words not a fucking peak yeah you you know it's not interesting just to do something over and over again many many times i think it is impressive well that's your problem richard you think that just doing stuff a lot and then carrying on doing and you think that that institutes some kind of Canedic genius, you've got to be good, that's the thing. No one's impressed by you, it's just sad. Everyone thinks you're tragic. No one thinks I'm tragic. I think some people, are, you know, admire me for my persistence in all these things. I don't think anyone admires you for persistence. Pardon? I don't think anyone admires you for persistence. Persistence, not persistence. Yes, I'm saying persistence. I, I don't know what, I don't know what time it is. Um... They, 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 are you just doing it to make your dad proud? Is that what it is? No, of course not. I think you are. I think you're doing it because you thought your dad would go, oh, well done, son. Oh, you're so good at, at writing things every day. I'm so proud of you. I love you, son. Is that why you did it? So your dad would be proud? No, I didn't. I think it was. It wasn't because of that. I don't know why anybody says it is because of that. Look, I remember when I was young, my dad used to read The Independent. He read The Guardian, then he got a bit older, and then he started reading The Independent. And uh, there was a point we'd, where we'd, he, there was some kind of economic crisis. He had to stop getting a newspaper altogether. That's how tight things got for the Herring family. Then we came back to The Independent. And I remember my dad was very impressed with Miles Kington. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, go on. Who could write a different column every single day, five days a week. I think he did a different column every day. And my dad, I remember my dad saying, that's amazing. 
that someone could do that. So that's all I'm saying. Do you think that is why you thought you'd try and write a blog every day? A what? A blog? A, 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 a diary entry every day to try and interest your old dad? Is that how you did it? I don't... I mean, maybe on a subconscious... It's weird that I remember that thing about Miles Kington. That stuck in my mind. Yeah, and you're just trying to make him proud. But he's not proud, is he? He's not proud. He's not proud. I can tell you that. He's not a proud. Not a proud man. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're, you're just wasted so much. You're writing five million words of guff. And it's all fucking shit. And nobody likes you. And it hasn't. You are not. Well, I tell you what annoyed me is Michael Legg won the Chortle Offstage Contribution Award for writing about five blogs. For He just started writing a blog and then, oh, Chortle gave him an award. I By that stage, I'd written five years or something. Ten years, probably. Eighteen years. I know, it's weird. It's the weird the way time goes. I, I sort of think the time before I met my wife, that feels like a long stretch of time of warming up time. It's only five or six years. And the time that I... And it's actually less time I've been... I've been single and an awful slag on warming up less long than I've been a dad. That's uh, that, The way time changes, I mean, do you perceive that as a 128-year-old Richard? Time just keeps moving slowly and slowly for me, Richard. I'm just... I lie in my docks. And you what? In my docks? And, and uh, the door opens. I come out. I find out how long has passed. This recently, I've been coming out on a weekly basis, and that is pretty amazing for me. That often, at box opens and twenty years have passed. I've just been lying there for twenty years. Tick tock, tick tock. The clock moves so slow, Richard. So, so, so slowly, and nothing ever happens. Nothing ever comes of it, and I never die. It just goes on and on. All I can think of. Is the people I will kill next time my box is open the people who will die? It's a bit of a dark opening to the show. Um, so, I mean, I, I, you know, you're having to go at me for my insecurities, but you're sitting here right at the beginning of the show. You you were very insistent before we started saying, no, I'm coming out. I've got to, you said, I've got to, I'm coming out, I'm coming out. That's what you were doing. And um, thank you for doing that, to, again, recreating that. Uh, and you were very insistent on being right at the start, and you usually think, no, I, can I come in? You usually say, Rich, like, well, I know we don't plan any of this, but vaguely what I would say is, let's start off, you start doing some stuff, just try and go to the topical material, then I'll come in and interrupt you and be funny. It's like, I'm like, I'm like Goggy Gall, you say, I don't know who this Goggy Gall is, it's probably some character from, you know, the late 1890s or something. Uh, Goggy Gall, I presume, came in and interrupted people. And... Uh, you know, but today you're very insistent, and I wonder if you're worried that your crown has been taken after 128 years, and maybe just someone's turned up who's better than it. No, I'm not worried at all, Richard. Yeah, you can bring it on if you want. You can. I don't think you'll last more than a couple of minutes. Well, look, before we do that, a lot of people ask me where I get my crazy ideas from. Yes, that does happen a lot. And I, some comedians will lie to you, say, oh, I come up with, I write all my own stuff. I do everything on my own. I have, and they call them programme associates on the in the credits, they're writers. I noticed Russell Howard does credit his writers, and I'm very proud of that young lad for doing that. Uh, but um, I have I have writers. I do call them programme associates because I want, don't want people to know. Uh, but uh, I'll show you actually how we came up with the, the King of the World, and this is how it happened. Here we go. 
<clears throat> so great. So we've got Tam. He's going to be a Scotch character. I think we've got that one sorted. Uh, and oh, look, I've got a new pup, another new puppet. Uh, this is him. I want some ideas. This is it. Look, he's uh, king. Uh, he can move this arm around. Um, I thought you could use him to do some sort of darkly satirical about the redundancy of the monarchy, a bit like what Rory Bremner's would do, you know. So, um, anyone got any ideas for that? How about the character is called uh, the King of the World? Oh, yes. Um, and he could be all like, Hello, I'm the king of the world. What's awesome. the mm. yeah. Ha ha ha, it's me. I'm the king of the world. How you doing? Right, so <laughs> what are we parodying the idea of royalty like someone can just declare themselves king of the world and that's all no, it takes? No, no, no. No, it's, it's just funny, yeah. yeah. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, but no, it doesn't, there isn't a king of the world, so it doesn't. No, that's why it's funny though. Like, I'm the king of the world. What does it even mean? It's... You never find out. I'm the king of the world. No, it needs to be more than that to be a character. It's you know some Okay, that's deeper. a good point. Um okay, deeper. What yeah. if his motivation is he's really annoyed with um Leonardo DiCaprio for saying that he's mm. the king of the world. Mm. He's saying, No, I'm the king of the world. Because <laughs> yeah. he's the king of the world, you what? see. Yeah. Di DiCaprio. Yeah. No, 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 no. The king of the world is the king of the world. Yeah. yeah. DiCaprio says he's the king of the world, but he's not. Because okay. the king of the world is the king of the world, if that makes sense. This, okay. Yeah, but how did he like become king of the world? That's... We never find out. Doesn't matter. Oh, Doesn't yeah. matter. He's the king of the world. Yeah, yeah. He, he just keeps saying, I'm the king of the world. Yeah. Isn't that a bit samey? Well, oh, right. we'll, we'll have him say, um, I'm the king of the world. You know? I don't think <laughs> just breaking up a bit makes it different. It's the same. You should, you should say that. Yeah, and he should come in every week, like every single week, and for about five minutes just go on about being king of the world. Yeah, it, it must never stop. Yeah. And we never get any more info about what being the king of the world even means. But won't people get bored of that? Oh, no, the opposite. People will like it more and more. The more you do it, the more people will like it. Funny now. Surely not. Mm. Richard, listen to me, all right? Yeah. You twat. People are idiots, okay? People are fucking idiots. Mm. Mm. They'll laugh at anything. They'll keep saying, I'm the king of the world to each other and keep laughing and laughing. Yeah, and, until one day when suddenly they'll just get bored with it and decide shit. But, and this is really crucial, you shouldn't stop doing the sketch then. You should, if anything, do it more. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to destroy my career? Uh, <laughs> we're trying to save your career, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to give you a career. What, as the king of the world guy? Yes, but not, not the king of the world. The guy who talks to the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. But you, you said it was people were idiots for laughing at stuff like this. I'm still a person. Uh, look, also, he should have maybe a theme tune. Mm. You know, it's, uh, hey, it's me. I'm the king of the world. I don't know. Is it, does it... I like to be the king of the world. Ah, yeah. I jump around because I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Are you writing this down? This is gold. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it's been made up as it goes along, though. And then don't, don't forget, I'm uh, the king of the world. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the king, king of the, of the world. world. Yeah, 
it is funny. <laughs> and the king of the world! <laughs> the king of the world! And the world king! Yeah. And the, the king of the world! And now you're getting king. it. You're not the king of the world. I'm the king yeah. of the world. And the king yeah. of the world. All of that. All of that. Yeah, it's I, always I, surprising. Just all of it just mm. going on. I, nothing else. Going. Nothing else. I am the king of the world. I am the king. I am the king of the world. Same tone sometimes. I am the king of the world. I am the king. Don't move your lips. Don't move your lips, man. Yeah. I am the king of the world. I am the king of the world. I am the king of the world. That's very good. And the king. Ben likes it. That's good. Ben likes it. He's enjoying it. There you go. The hats. How we came up with the king of the world. And talking of that. Why don't we meet the king of the world? Here's his theme tune. He is me and the king of the world. I like to be the king of the world. I jumped around because I'm the king of the world. And don't forget I'm the king of the world. Because I'm the king of the world. I am. I am the king of the world. Hello, friends. It's me, the king of the world. Uh, 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 I'm the king of the world. How you doing? I'm the king of the world. Get ready that, because I am the king of the world. Hello, king of the world. Hello. How's it been, how's it been going? Have you, what's it been like being out on the streets? It's been just the same as always, Richard, because I'm the king of the world. I don't go on the streets, but if I do go on the streets, people say, hey, look, it's the king of the world. I go, hey, yeah, I'm king of the world. Thanks for noticing. Thanks for enjoying the work. I'm the king of the world. That's a story. That's all we got. That's my character. I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio because he says he's the king of the world, but I'm the king of the world. That's the whole thing, and that's all I got. That's. I mean, is is it really going to be just every week? Ah, the, yeah. The, what more do you need? Uh, yeah, is the king of the world not enough to you? Oh, I've got the king of the world on the show. That attorney... I need more than the king of the world. Oh, fuck, you got the king of the world on this show? Why do you want more than the king of the world? Well, I thought it wouldn't be enough to have just the king of the world because I'm a stupid idiot. Well, it is enough to have the king Because it's enough. You got the king of the world. He's brilliant. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd get more than the king of the world. Why would you get more the king of the world? The king of the world is the king. He's the king of the world. Because I'm... Oh, shit, my head's coming up. I am the king. <laughs> That's a new character development. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, God, and it's insane. Ah, oh, God. I'll carry on through because I'm the king of the world. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, it is, it is, his head is coming up. Oh, God, it's a dance on that, Richard. I, I hope I don't die because I'm the king of the world. I haven't appointed a successor. Um, I was reading online, actually, there's a... Uh, biography of Muhammad Ali called The King of the World. He's not the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. I am the king of the world. That's who I am. Look at me. I'm the king of the world. I like to be because I'm the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. Yeah, no, we've all heard the theme tune. I mean, I just... It's good. People like it. My kids, uh, your kids like it. Then your kids like. You know why your kids like it? Because I'm the king of the world. That's why they like it. I'm the king of the world. So I was thinking of getting in touch. Would you, would you be willing to come on if I get in touch with CBeebies and say I've got a new character for like the broom cupboard or whatever they do now? He's called the king of the world. I ain't called the king of the world. Would you come on and be the king of the world? Yeah, come on. I'd say, hey, I'm the king of the world. And then they'd say, what? 
Who made you king of the world? I say, hey, I'm the king of the world. I, no, I nix need the king of the world because I'm the king of the world. Who, who, who could make me king of the world when I'm just the king of the world? I'm the king of the world. I mean, I don't know how long we can do this for. Every week for 15 minutes, I'm the king of the world. That is what we have decided. That's in the contract. I am the king of the world. What if your head actually comes off? You will still do it. You can stay through it back on. I don't know if I have the skills. and You know, it's lockdown. I'm not... Do you want to do the whole show with me? Should we get rid of Ali? I think we should, because the thing about Ali that I noticed is he is not the king of the world, and I am the king of the world. He's not the king of the world. He says he's the king of the world. He doesn't think he's ever said that. Well, he isn't the king of the world, because I am the king of the world. How do you, how, you know, how do you become king of the world? Richard and the king of the world. Stop asking questions. I am the king of the world. Well, maybe, I mean, it sort of seems weird to me. We've done, like, the the reveal of how the sketch was written and that it was just about how, that people being idiots would enjoy it. And then I just thought, well, it, it'll come out and then people won't like it because, you know, they'll have had the mirror held up to themselves. But if anything, look in the chat room. Um, people like it more this week. You know why they like it, Rich? No, why do, why do you think they like it? Because I'm the king of the world. That's why they like to see the king of the world. Who wouldn't want to see the king of the world? I'm the king of the world. You know the show The Crown? They're going to write that about me. It's called The King of the World. And it's just about me being the king of the world. All the things I do when I'm the king of the world. Dancing around, making laws, being the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was The King of the World. There'll be an animation of this soon. Uh, uh, the, the King of the World. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the, the king of the world. King of the world. Be back next week for another... Don't know how long we did there, but longer next time. King of the world. Head's coming off. I mean, there, maybe there's some political satire in that, isn't there? In, the, in his head coming off, that's quite... Let's bring back Ali Sloper. Hello. Mm. Yeah, this scene's... Now, after that guy, it seems to, it's a difficult act to follow, Richard, because I had no... And the cerebral act, you're a, a cerebral act. You're a cerebral act. A cerebral act. And it's not just about shouting out stupid catchphrases and flea-dagging, because it is, and, and cheeky knee, and linking at it, that it's more than that, Richard. A, I've got more than one catchphrase, and the... I am the commentator on the the way the world is working these days. Actually, both your eyes seem equally open. Which one's the winking one? Uh, it's all right. It looks like you're not even winking at it. You've lost your your one thing that you, you've got going. So uh, how are you feeling about the, the tier system? Do you understand the tier system? Not really confident about the tier system, Richard. It's a little bit confusing. Uh... I did notice on the DDC website, the what, DDC website, I noticed on the DDC website that uh, 
they're arguing that this COVID-19 has set the cause of feminism back 15 or 20 years, something like that, because women are having to do more housework, so that's... So it's not all dad, is it? It's not all dad! I'm cheeking the... I'm winking at it, I'm winking at it, ladies, don't worry, don't... I'm not winking at it, I'm winking at it now, I'm winking at it a bit. I'm winking at it because I'm saying women is good that feminism and things like that. Well, I don't agree with you. I do like to say that my views and, and, and Rally's views are often very different. I've written a whole book called The Problem With Men uh, that's very supportive of the idea of equality. It's at 99p on the Kindle store. Oh, fuck, you know, that must be embarrassing for you. It's not really embarrassing. No, it's uh, it's a thing they do often in the book trade. Uh, well, they get very successful books that are just come out and are selling loads and cottage and go, why didn't you cut the size by 80%? Yeah, they do that. They get. I didn't see that happen to Richard Dawson's look. No, well, you know, because maybe it wasn't. Maybe Richard Dawson's book wasn't uh, as successful as nine. I think he sold four hundred thousand copies, doesn't he? Something like that. How many did you sold? Well, I don't. I don't count them. Yeah, Sunderland does. I don't know. Does it take long to count the number you sold? Look, it's if you want to buy it at the Kindle store, the Apple Bookstore, ninety nine p till the end of November. That's up to you. Uh, if you feel guilty about getting it for 99p, it's, it's overpriced at 99p. Um, then um, I would say you can, if you like, you can give some money to Movember, rahalaspur.co.uk slash Movember. If you're enjoying these free shows, all my money from November, all the sub money, if you want to subscribe during November, all that sub money will go to Movember. If you want to become a monthly badger, go com slash badges. Uh, that money will go from November, will go to Movember. I'm just a great guy. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I do. I, 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 I'll say I think you're not a great guy. You're not that great a guy. Um, what else have I got for you? Um, we're talking about uh, the. Uh, we were talking about, weren't we? The, um, the tier system and everything that's going on with COVID. I noticed in the news story, uh, Hancock, Matt Hancock. Did somebody say Hancock? No, I said Hancock. Hand on the cock. He's got a hand on his cock. Like he's masturbating. Woohoo! That's Cocky Carrot there if you've not been aware. And Cocky Carrot. Woo! Hello, and Cocky Carrot. Did you someone say Cocky? Yeah, I said that's your name. Yeah, did also need Tina's as well as arrogant. Well, you're both. Uh, Didn't work because it's Hancock, not Handcock. Uh, he has given um, his next door neighbour oh, yes. um, a massive contract of vials or something to keep COVID in. Uh, he lives next door to him. Uh, he WhatsApped him. I think this is the basic story. I'm just paraphrasing what I remember from reading it earlier. He lived next door. He had his WhatsApp number. He, he WhatsApped him, said, oh, why don't I do that? And Matt Hancock went, yeah, sure, and gave him like several million pounds worth of business as a result yeah that's all right isn't it? i mean sometimes the best person just lives next door doesn't it that's that's all it you know neighbors what you're saying neighbors it sounds like you're saying something bad that i have to stop you because that's not allowed by twitch terms of, i'm not i'm saying neighbors everybody needs good neighbors and you can look through the window and see them doing nothing. If they let the curtains open, they can be so fucking nosy. This is Williams who lives next door to me, is a fucking interfering bitch. She won't let me get away with anything, and she's always coming around. 
and learning that on that when good neighbors get very under the patio. Not sure those are the correct words to neighbors. Neighbors, neighbors. Everybody needs good neighbors. I'm not very. I'm not very happy about you singing that. And he's, he's a good neighbour, though, isn't he? And that Hancock. Did someone say Hancock? I, 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 who was saying that? Who was saying, did someone say Hancock? Because it came out as your voice. Your mouth didn't really move. And it, we all looked around for cocky carrot. Yeah, there was some confusion. Did somebody say Hancock? Woo-hoo-hoo! I've got my hand on my cock. Or well, I've got my hand on your... You are a cock. Oh. You can't just come back and do the same joke. It didn't work the first time. Wait for actual double entendres that work. I mean, it's closer than some of the things you do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 worrying, isn't it, that the the the, COVID, the Tories seem to be giving jobs to their friends. Uh, let's see what one of our guests thinks about that. Oh, this is this is wonder who's going to do now. Let's see who will have something to say about that. <laughs> your excess food in the ground beneath that's Fox Law grip your praise neck with your pronounced canine teeth that's Fox Law the world is actually prejudiced against white posh men Fox Law in the middle of the night you must attempt to eat every hand that's Fox Law with me Law Fox hello it's me Law Fox just like the man said in the... it was actually me seeking uh, that was me hello how you doing uh I hope you're all all right. If any of the news readers out there want to have a chat with me about current affairs, do get in touch with me on Twitter. Let's argue it out. Let's argue it out. I, I'm just here to try and have discussions. That's all I'm trying to do. And to they cut to the fact my wife has left me and the agents has left me and I'm not getting any work. I'm. Are you getting work here? Yes, the problem is, Richard, in this country, you can't say anything anymore. You can say whatever you like here. I can't say anything. You're just banned from saying anything you want to say, and you can't say it. Well, I, I thought you might have something to say about uh, Matt Hancock giving uh, like loads of work to the bloke who lived next door to him. Look, Richard, sometimes you're just the, the best person for the job that happens to live next door to you. That's just statistics. It's You can't just say, oh, you can't go to the person next door, because people will say, oh, he lives next door. What did the bloke next door just happen to the, the, the last person? And look, if you think you can survive, supply the government with loads of equipment, why don't you WhatsApp Nat Hancock and say this is my offer? Well, and the problem is most people don't have... I think to WhatsApp someone, I think you need the actual mobile phone number or at least to be accepted on WhatsApp. I think I'm right about that. So most people don't... Well, I've got Nat Hancock's number, so if I... if I, I, I WhatsApped and said, if you need me to supply... Anything for COVID, I will only be for English people because I've had enough of this health service being used by people from abroad. I mean, I just like stop. I mean, I mean the the health service is for everyone. It's largely run by people for who I think you would feel uh, are are not British people. Uh, that you saying that, Richard? I think anyone born in Britain is British. Anyone born in Britain who's been to public school has a monocle and a top hat. I think they're British, and I'm not racist. I don't know where this idea has come from, but I just think some people who are coming over the trend, you know, I don't know. 
anywhere that isn't Britain, like Wales or Scotland, well, those are in those are in Britain. They should not be allowed the facilities that I have paid for with my tax from that detective show I was in ten years ago when I was got work. You were good in that, mate. You were pretty good in that. Yes, thank you. I was good, and then I was sacked because of. Other than these, what you were sacked because they knew that in five or ten years' time you were going to start saying weird stuff. I believe that is the case, Richard. That is how far political correctness has gone in this country. And if you think you can do better than the bloke who lives next door to that Hancock, then what's at that Hancock and give your offer. He looks like a nice guy. He's white, which doesn't matter. He looks like he probably went to public school. That means he's well-bred. He's going to know what he's doing. They're drinking Doomdar, dear. They're good lads. Let them get on with the job and the fantastic job this government has done in uh, in attacking COVID-19 like the Nazis. It's like the Nazis and we are winning the war. No, they came at the first year of the First World War, Second World War, sorry, and said, oh, Mr. Chamberlain, you're not doing a very good job. We'll have to get someone else. Well, I mean, that's exactly what what did happen. No, they let him get on with it and then he said, oh, actually... Probably Winston Churchill will be that at looking at it, and he looks like the kind of bloke who'll look good on some stunts and a conundrous coin, and I don't, on hand over to Churchill. That no one thought World War Two would be over in uh, by Christmas. I mean, I think that's the sort of thing they generally say about World Wars. And so, why should the COVID 19 be over? The Conservatives is doing a great job, and they're having to contend with people coming to our country with COVID and giving us more COVID. And I say, shut the doors! Shut the doors! And if that means giving contracts to people who literally live next door to you just because of social distancing, that makes sense. Oh, you were all upset when Dominic Cummings went to Darnard Castle, aren't you? And now that Hancock's just gone next door to get the help. You go, oh, that's too far as well. You're hypocrites. You're fucking snowflake hypocrites. You don't know what you're talking about. Good on you, Matt Hancock. I think you're doing a fantastic job. And that is that this week's Fox Law, good night, 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 friends. Cash your excess food in the ground beneath. That's Fox Law. Grip your praise neck with your pronounced canine teeth. That's Fox Law. The world is actually prejudiced against white posh men. Fox Law. In the middle of the night, you must attempt to eat every hen. That's Fox Law. With me, Law Fox. There you go. That was uh, Fox Law there. Um, and uh, let's bring Ali back in. He's broken. He's he's down. I'm not as broken as the king of the world is. Ah, oh, there we go. He's winking at it now properly. He's double winking at it. What's going on? Are you drunk? I'm a little drunk. I've been drinking a little. And they cut for the disappointment of the chat room turning against me after all I've done to them in the last 20 weeks. Oh, and by the way, I should say, I think next week we are going to take a break from Twitch. And what? It's going to be the war to war. We might just record the king of the world doing stuff. Um, but I've got some actual proper work. Richard, what has happened to you? I'm doing, I'm doing an acting role. I'm not even playing a sex pervert or anything. I'm just playing someone's dad. I mean, he might have done... I mean, he's going to have this moustache. He might have done something in the past that isn't in the script. But um, And that's happened on Thursday and Friday, so I can't really... I haven't got time to work on the show. So we'll take a week. We've done 21 weeks in a row. Uh, and we'll take a week just to work out which characters are working and which ones aren't. Um, I think the ones that are working are the king of the world. He's, that's going well. And then the ones that aren't working, if you look at the credits, sort of all the all the others, all the others in the, 
all the other ones in that. But anyway, look, the uh, this news has come up uh, that rather terrifying in the Daily Mail, a very upsetting image of Boris Johnson as Father Christmas there. I don't know if you can see that. And I, I think we have to thank God that uh, Boris Johnson isn't Father Christmas because... You know, he can't even keep up with his own children, let alone... I mean, how's he going to get around every child in the world if he can't even get presents for the six or seven children he actually has? Um, so that's a terrifying thing for us to see. But it's a charming story that uh, actually the Guardian has cast some aspersions on. Um, and it's good to see Boris Johnson spending some time working this very important issue out because kids are worried. An eight-year-old boy, uh, I believe it's an eight-year-old child anyway, called Monty, um, said, Dear Mr Johnson, I'm eight years old. I was wondering if you and the government had thought about Santa coming this Christmas. If we leave hand sanitizer by the cookies, can he come with the cookies? They don't leave cookies out, we're not. Or will he wash his hands? I understand you're very busy, but can you and scientists please talk about this? Well, you know, like that, there's a sort of implication there from that child that Father Christmas doesn't wash his hands, which is worrying for... Maybe that's where Boris Johnson got the coronavirus from. <laughs> Um, and uh, Boris Johnson, you know, very busy man trying to fight the coronavirus, trying to keep the country running, trying to work out Brexit. Spent quite a lot of time writing a letter about this. I mean, I'd, I'd say he spent more time on this than um, on Brexit. And, you know, look, stop spending lots of time on something that's a complete fantasy, Boris, and get back to Father Christmas. That was very funny, Richard. You did a very good joke. Thank you. The, the writers wrote that one for me. They said it would make it look like you're going to talk about Father Christmas, then switch it, and it's the other way around. Um, he said, um, Dear Monty, many thanks for your letter, which raises the very important question of whether Father Christmas will be able to deliver presents this year in spite of the coronavirus. I'm very sorry to tell you, you're eight years old, aren't you? Father Christmas is not real. Fucking hell. How could you have not realised that? I realised it when I was about six. You're absolutely pathetic. You make me fucking want to be sick. Um, I'm glad that I'm running this country into the ground and that probably you and all your relatives will die of the coronavirus. There is no Father Christmas. So by all means, leave hand sanitizer by the cookies. But what the fuck are you doing putting cookies out for Father Christmas? You put a mince pie out. This is England, not America. Thanks again for your letter. Have a very Merry Christmas, Boris Johnson. So, I mean, quite astonishing... Quite astonishing work there from uh, Boris Johnson. Um, but at least he's being realistic. And it's nice to, to last see some realism entering into into government. Um, there's so much to get through. I've got a very long sketch to show you. I shouldn't be wasting time even talking about it. Why? Do, sorry about this, Ali. You've only just got... I hardly had anything to say about that. I know. It's You know, it's there's a lot to cover. I've got too many characters... I did uh, an 80-minute show last week. I think something like that, wasn't it? And I've, the only thing that's stopping me is I've got to go and do the Taskmaster live stream, so I can't go on too long. Stop wasting all this time talking now. What are you doing? I know I can't help just, uh, you know, sort of doing the, the voiceover to this. and It's like I'm doing like the director's commentary of what's going on. Oh, let's, not, let's not doing it and just go on with the show. We did, did, you see, did you like the funny... I did a funny thing about... Boris Johnson, stop going back over past glories. Yes, it was very, very funny. I especially liked it when you laid out Brexit was going to do the... I thought that was good, that bit, when you subverted my expectations on some events, the humour arose. But let's move on, and then there can be more of me in this, unless of all the stupid other annoying characters. When's uh, Tanlo Shanta coming in? He's just over there, 
I don't know if we'll have time to get him in. I'm not even sure Marmite Lid's going to have time to get in. We, he wasn't even in last week. This is turning into a disaster. And the longer we talk about it, the less chance there is of Marmite Lid. Let's make sure Donkey gets in. Here we go. Hey. You've lived another year and you haven't even died. Though cancer may be secretly creeping deep inside. If you think that's worth a party, your brain's also going wonky. Let's get an Eeyore or a kick from the reluctant birthday donkey. Hee-haw, hee-haw, why can't I die? Oh, hold on. Ah, hee-haw, hee-haw, I'm very happy to be here, Richard. I appreciate how lucky I am to have had you. But please let me die, I'm in so much pain. Hello, Richard, it's me, I'm the other donkey. And I just want to say thank you for letting me be in the show. Thank you for playing with me. I feel so alive to have been played with. Yes, let's get on with the death days. I still wish I was dead. Are you two made friends? Yes, I had sort of made friends. But I am still jealous of him. I'm jealous of you. It's, I mean, I, I suppose this has been covered in Toy Story quite adequately. But it's very moving that these two... The very well-loved and played with donkey that is upset about me. You told out my ears. I did it out of love. You didn't. It's really hard. Try and pull his ears out. Yeah, fair enough. It is. It is. I really would have had to. And especially with a child, a five-year-old's hands, I'd have really had to fucking grip those to pull them out. You did. I remember you did. It hurt. And now you pulled the head off the king, the king of the world as well. I know. He, that, he did that to himself. Let's get on with the birthdays. Um, we, you can, you guys can share it, okay? You guys can share the birthdays. Maybe we'll come up with a, a way of making it work. I just want to say, um, I got a message from Brett Allen uh, in the United States of America. He was hoping to get some donkey kicks for his son Otto. Is that a real person? I mean, maybe it is. He's turning fourteen this week. Now, look, if I start doing birthdays for fourteen-year-olds, a any puppeteer has to make it very, very clear that he goes nowhere near children because all the ventriloquists apart from me, I, that, I can't say any more legal reasons. But I, I, but also this birthday thing is very much for grown-ups. Kids get this stuff all the time. 14 is not old enough. Uh, it says, like most teenagers, he has no interest in anything his father likes, such as stone-clearing, self-playing snooker or ventriloquism. But after watching you on Taskmaster, he's starting to come around. Uh He's a badger. This guy's trying to use that against me just because he gives me like a couple of quid a month. Uh, com slash badges. Um, either donkey, both donkeys in unison. We can't decide. Um, I think we'll say happy birthday and both do an Eeyore. And that's as far as I'm prepared to go. Because if you wish a 14 year old happy birthday in this current day, you're going to end up in prison. That's the truth. Uh, can you give a can you give an Eeyore for, for Otto? Eeyore! I wish I was dead. I'm very glad I'm alive and out of the docks and do enjoy your life. Otto, 14 is a wonderful age to be. You've got so much to come. I hope you are loved as I was never loved. It seems he is, so it's nice that he got, we're not going to do anything else for him, but that's don't send in your kids' birthdays. This is not for children. Happy birthday, Otto. Otto. Here are the grown-up birthdays. Uh, I think this is the first one. Let's just double-check. Oh, no, this is the first one. This is the other one's the first one. Oh, don't tell me I've lost the paper. That would be a disaster. Here, here it is. Um, this is happy birthday to... Um, 
I mean, he's 46. Uh, it's my, it's his own. That's why I'm struggling to find it. Andy Chislett. What a fucking cheeky little mutton chop prick he is. He's wishing himself happy birthday for the 26th. He's 46 years old today. He'd love a donkey shout out. Um, he's got an attempt at Victorian facial garnish there to impress Ali during lockdown one. It's now gone, apparently. Uh, he's removed his ears <laughs> from the picture in honour of donkeys. So I think donkey 46 donkey jumps, I think, from the original donkey there. The other donkey can do the magic buttons. So off we go. You ready? Oh, do I have to do it? Yes. Look at you, the other donkey. He'd love to do Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Come on. And, and, do it faster. And, and, I think you're on 29. That wasn't a jump. That doesn't count. 30. you on. Oh, they do. Three, three, the south undergo. I wish I was dead. They thought they died. They didn't. They didn't. They ain't. Oi. Is that it? I'll do one more just in case. Uh, happy birthday, Andy. Cheers that you fucking cunt. Um. I'm sorry about that, Andy. I don't know where that came from, from Donkey. And you were such a big fan of his. I don't know why he turned against you in that way. Uh, let's uh, do the next one. This one is for um, this one is for Tim. Uh, it comes from Lisa Mays Lillig. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. She's a fan of Daisy. She's on Team Daisy May Cooper for Taskmaster, my uh, sworn enemy. She did uh, lose her temper with me rather last week. And I was genuinely terrified. The uh, hippo was shit. Um, uh, would Donkey Alley and you please include the attached slide on your Fist of Twitch of Fun podcast? It's to celebrate Tim Maisie Lilligs. Pronounced Tim. Ah, oh, here we go. Tim. I should have looked this for. It's pronounced Tim Mays Lillig. There you go. Uh, it's 41 years old. Uh, the slide includes many of his favourite things, including pics of him with several of his favourite puppets. He's a massive fan of mine. Uh, he's another guy. Uh, his birthdays often falls during U.S. Thanksgiving week. It's often overlooked. He's another American. He lives in Chicago, the Windy City. He works as a public librarian. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I don't need to say anymore. Uh, catalog cataloging adult nonfiction. Yeah. We know what we know what kind of adult nonfiction he's looking at. Uh, he's a dungeon master and RPG gamer. Who would have thought? Who would have guessed that that would go hand in hand? He's passionate about board games, is he? What a surprise. He's a sculptor. It says he's a sculpture, in fact, um, which I would prefer if he was. He does look a bit like he could be a sculpture, but I think he sculpted that kind of weird head there, just next to there. That's where I nodded. It looks good. It looks a bit like Hitler. Um, he's a champion pub quiz. Who would have thought that that would be, you know, all these things. Uh, he has three cats. And he is Taskmaster Team Herring. So, you know, stop taking the piss out of him. He's a good guy. Uh, he's going to get the magic button. Let's hope it works this week. Let's hope Chris Evans... I'm going to do the magic button. I can't wait. Let's see. hope Chris Evans has done it right. Here we go.
That's enough. Thank you very much there. Happy birthday, Tim. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you to the donkeys. They're making friends. It's nice. It's nice that that's coming together and that's changing. So we got that done. Oh, God. What time is it? 20 past eight. What else do I want to get in? Shall I try and get some of the other... My, let's talk about this, uh, Ali, because I, I can't... I didn't put the clip up, but I thought this was uh, terrific. Um, uh, it's a good job the king of the world isn't here because I'm going to talk about Titanic. Uh, but there was a lovely uh, thing on Twitter today of a couple of people who'd survived the Titanic sinking, right, including this lady here. If you go to my Twitter feed, Herring1967, you can see it. I've tweeted it. Um, and she was 16 at the time. And <laughs> she... Um, she was like woken up by the by the crash and got out and she thought that she the guy says well, you know were you upset at the time she says no I wasn't really upset at the time I didn't really understand what was going on I just thought it was part of the trip uh, and she thought she'd arrived in America and that getting off the boat in the middle of the night without your stuff uh, and then being rowed to another boat was part of the experience <laughs> and then he said but do you see the Titanic sink she said oh yeah I saw the Titanic sink and, um, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, this is it's just part of the trip, isn't it? You get on the boat, you sail into some ice. <laughs> it just seems and I didn't really understand the magnitude of it until I got to America. So, like, as she was being rowed for nine hours to another ship, as the Titanic was sinking and she saw it sink, thought, yeah, no, this is this is all fine. I mean, you know, it was a stressful experience for everyone. But it just made me laugh. Yes, I suppose that's funny enough, Richard. Do you remember the Titanic sinking, Richard? I was on the Titanic. Oh, really? Yeah, I was there. I was 1912. I was on the Titanic. I thought I'd take a treasure cruise across the... It was the unsinkable shit. That's what they said about it. And the unsinkable shit. The unsinkable shit, they said, Richard. Oh, the shit. Shit. The unsinkable shit. We've all had a few unsinkable shits, haven't we? You know what I'm talking about. Call them the Titanic. That's what I do. Um... Yeah, and uh, I went across. And did you get in there? So the, what happened? Oh, I just thought it was part of the trip, Richard. I thought it was like uh, an interactive experience. You know, these murder weekends, that kind of thing. I thought, oh, dude, that's good. Uh, actually, this is brilliant. I wasn't taken in for a second, Richard. As it crashed, I thought, oh, this is good. They made a big thing about the ship being unsinkable. I think I know what's going to happen. I think it's going to sink. And this is all part of it. It's all part of the fun. So, uh, but how did you get, you know, how did you survive? Richard, I got on a lifeboat. I was in first class. I just got into a lifeboat. I uh, took the place of the child. I just pretended to be a baby. You pretended to be a baby? Yes, I just pretended to be a baby. And uh, he was in the children first. And I said, oh, I'm a baby. And people looked at me and they thought, I suppose he could be an ugly baby. It was dark. But, you know, like, Actual children will have died, and women and well, thousands of people have died. Yeah, bad luck. And I mean, you aren't even alive, no. And you could have just floated off. I suppose I could. I would have damaged my facial paint. So, yes, the Titanic was a terrible time. Richard, nineteen twelve. I was only what was I, ten years old or something at the time. So I was essentially a child, even though I knew about swearing, and it had full sexual intercourse with my actual real penis that I have. Alright, let's not get uh, crude, please. Did somebody say penis? Yes, that's not a double entendre he was talking about his penis. You wait until it's a double entendre, then come come in. That's your job. 
Let's do one of the other characters now. What, what, what are you going to do now? Oh, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, I think. well, I talked about this on the uh, on the podcast, but um, did you see these guys in Pompeii? On, I talked about them in Rahalaspa yesterday. These, uh, there's a servant and his master in Pompeii, um, but um, people have made a big thing about it. They, they, you know, they do this thing where they fill in the the gaps with uh, liquid chalk and then they get these statues of the people who died and, but, and nobody apart from me has mentioned the fact that the guy on the right there his cock is clearly his, like, his clock is out, his tunic's ridden up, that's his cock and balls preserved, no one else has mentioned it, no one covered it up uh, and uh, you know it's. I feel sorry for him, yes that's, it is that, it's a very little penis Richard, that's what, oh, that's what it's under his penis yeah it's actually literally being used properly in that it's a penis and it's a latin penis so it should be penis good um it's very small richard and that's why i make sure that uh always i give, I give i'm always giving my penis a little stretch richard a little stretch out everywhere i go yeah, i've noticed that lucky people can't see beneath it just in case you're at the court of the cataclysm and you get your whole life destroyed Make sure you've got to think ahead. That guy's got to chill it in thinking ahead. They'll shortly fill this cat with, you know, plaster tariff or something. With what? Plaster tariff? Liquid chalk? That's better. Uh, then make sure the old fella's presentable. I don't want everyone to think I had a tiny little weird truncated little acorn nod. I mean, he was probably scared, to be fair. I don't, you know, I think it, I don't think it's represented. He should have gone out with a big, he should have gone out like King Dong. He's the king of the world. He's not the king of the world. I'm the king of the world. Shut up. Um, and, you know, you should just give this other little feel. That's what I say. Get in there. Give the little feel. Well, that is... That's quite an interesting point of view. I think we should get our, our pervert correspondent on to talk about that rather than you. So please welcome uh, Prince Andrew. Here he is. Hello. Hello there. This is me. Oh, what's, what's that picture up there? That looks rather interesting. It's a it's a Roman man's penis. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, any torch in a storm? <laughs> so uh, that's funny because I was in the navy, and uh, also, you know, you have to make do when you're out on the sea with men. All that time, you have to do the best you can. I'm only human. Um. Good. Well, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Ali. Uh, I always. I constantly have an erection, Richard, and people had noted it, and some people have said, well, that's rather off the Duke of York walking around, trout of tunch, he's notching up to the top of the hill, and he's left him up the top of the hill, and look at his massive boing. That's what they say about me, Richard. Is it massive? Oh, yes, it's the very big. And that the reason uh, is because you never know when you are going to be blown up in the volcano and leave a gap behind. So I always had to, I had to think about the reputation of the royal family, Richard, and how they will be viewed in the future. If someone finds the Duke of York with a tiny penis like that, then the royal family will suffer. We can't be made to look weak. That's why we put all our disabled family members into a home. That's why we're all horrible cunts all the time. And so that's why I always have an erection. And also, during the Falklands War, uh, a, a, an explosion went off and I was having a wank and I can't get the thing down. That's why. 
So when you've been walking around with an erection, it's not. Yeah, it's not because I've seen pretty young girls around. Uh, it's because I'm thinking ahead just in case there's a volcano. But I mean, you know, you're often not anywhere near a volcano. That's the, We're not near a volcano out there. Like the volcano, Richard, it just tastes the ready evening teacher express erection. Just, just be ready. Actually, I was watching the. I've been watching the Crown. Oh yes, are you enjoying it? Well, you don't feature very much. I do a little and a little and then a little bit on the Queen's Saver at Sun. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's a she. It's a bad lot though, isn't it? The the uh, according to the Crown, which I don't think you can take that as being true. I like Anne. I've always liked Anne. I've met Princess Anne, and uh, she's. I, I find her very funny and delightful. She's okay. It's not the Queen's Sather, is she? She's Prince Philip's Sather. Yeah, he's a racist prick. Don't say that about your own dad. That's not right. Um, but they, they haven't really... I mean, they're not going to cover what's happening now, I don't think. I don't think they're going that far. That's lucky. But they do sort of allude to it, didn't they? What? They allude, they, 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 what? They allude to the scandal because they talk about you, I think, dating Kustak. Oh, lovely cool, lovely, lovely cool. And uh, you are, you're going on about how she's in a film, yes. And she's meant to be 17 in the film, yes, it's good. Uh, and, like, loads of men come and have sex with her in a big house, yes. Yes. It, uh, it is. Well, look, I'm actually going to stand up for you, Prince Andrew. What? Yeah, I'm going to stand up for you because, you know, that, I, I presume that film does exist, yes. So you didn't write that film. Uh, no, I didn't. I wish I had. Uh, I wish I'd been in it. No, well, I mean, you you went out with two stock years. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, but, like, obviously at the time, that was a film that was put out and people watched it and no one really batted an eyelid. And they were sort of making out the Queen's all disapproving of it. Yes, they are. But the previous episode is Prince Charles marrying an 18-year-old and destroying her life, basically, over the course of the... The series, yes, which seems to me to be worse. So if the, if the Queen really is disapproving of you, yes, then sure she'd be disapproving of her own son for marrying and wrecking the life of someone he, she knows he doesn't love and she's putting together with him for convenience and she knows it's going to be a disaster. Does that not make the Queen worse than you? Well, actually, I wasn't expecting this level of support. I'm not supporting you. I do want to make that clear. I'm just saying I find that bit a bit hypocritical. And, uh, you know, I felt sorry for you because, you know, back in those times, I don't think the Queen was saying you're a bad boy. I think she was saying, oh, yeah, well done. It's one year younger than Princess Diana. Well done. One extra point to my favourite son. Well, I don't I don't have you make such accusations against my mother. I just thought it was hypocrite. I just thought it, she had a I thought Olivia Coleman had a fucking nerve. That is what I thought when I watched that. That's what I thought. Well, thank you, Richard. You've made me look good by comparison this week, I think. So thank you very much for this. I'm very uh, I'm very upset about everything that's going on. OK, thank you. Off you go. Prince Andrew there, ladies and gentlemen. He's gone. We've got rid of him. Um, we're going to quickly talk. There's just too many things to get in. What else have I got? I was going to talk. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about this. Um, I've done most of the stuff. That's pretty good. Um, so I'm a celebrity. Uh, Bugs. Uh, Chris Packham actually... Uh, He's uh, got in touch with Anton Deck. They're very worried that the bugs that they're using in the Welsh version of, uh, of Ivor Celebrity might escape and get out into the Welsh countryside. Um, they fear cockroaches, whip scorpions, mealworms and crayfish might have escaped 
Um, and if non-native species did escape from the castle where the show is being filmed, it could have a range of invasiveness potential. Uh, although relatively small, these creatures can cause permanent damage to natural habitats. Anyone who's ever shared a mosquito net with a mosquito knows the size isn't everything. Uh, TV presenter Chris Packham, who often people compare me to, saying I look like... Not sure. Uh, if any of these species were denaturalised, we could have severe problems. Uh, we do have a history in this country of invasive species. I mean, is that Chris Packham getting a bit uh, Lawrence Fox there? I'm not sure. Which could... Uh, only British insects. Well, let, to bear that in mind, will you please welcome our insect correspondent? It's Brian Wasp. When it comes to picking winners, he's the tosp. From the latest block of buster to the top of the posp. He's a wasp on the wall when the latest banger drosp. What's the buzz with Brian Wasp? Hey up, it's me, Ryan Wasp. How you doing? You all right, Chuck? Hey, oh, you've really gone for the northern stuff this week. Oh, hi, I have. Yes, hello. It's me, Ryan Wasp. What's the buzz? Well, the buzz is I'm a celebrity. You've been watching I'm a Celebrity. I don't watch it, Richard, because I find the treatment of the insects in that program to be deplorable. It's awful. Um, well, the, the insects may be escaping. I'm glad. I hope they do escape. I hope they get out into the Welsh countryside and I hope they destroy the Welsh countryside and all of Wales and then move on to the United Kingdom and hoping that insects will reclaim the world that belongs to them and create... I hope this series of I'm the Celebrity getting me out of here will create a Planet of the Insects situation. What, like Planet of the Apes? Yes. Where the human race will become insect slaves and take revenge on you for eating us in quiz shows, for killing us and all our family just because you don't like having lost nests in your house. Like, I've apologised for that. I don't know how many... T- you have, yeah, you, you'd do it again, though, wouldn't you? I would do it again because, you know, you might sting me or something. Well, I'm dead, thanks to you, Richard Herring, and I, I'm glad that, A, you mentioned me on the Russell Hard Show and you look mental. I'm glad that that's happened. And, B, I'm glad that... The Welsh countryside will be destroyed, regardless. I'm just glad I hope Wales is destroyed, regardless of the digging insect. And C, I hope the insects take over the world. Planet of the insects, your slaves, you come in, you're really stupid, the insects are really clever, then someone comes back from the future and thinks he's on a different planet, but then he's actually on Earth, and then he finds out the end he's on Earth, and he goes, Oi, oi, oh, don't know, the insects... I'm the celebrity did it. They actually did it. They created a planet of the insects. That is my plan, and that's what I'm hoping will happen. Well, thank you, Brian Wasp, for uh, that uh, incisive view. There is more um, insect news. Uh, an invasive snake-like hammerhead worm is popping up in Georgia, according to uh, CNN, that people are saying uh, is like an alien species. What do you think about that? Rigid worms are not insects. Look, I've had enough of you confusing these and wasps. I've tossed that. Stop looking at me. Don't look at my face. I'm looking at you. I'm looking right in your face. Because worms are not insects. They are, I don't know what they are. Some kind of, they haven't got six legs, have they? So they're not insects. And they're all slithery and horrible. I don't know anything about worms. It's like me asking, you know, it's just the most offensive thing I've ever seen. Could I ask about murder hornets? Yes, you could if you'd started with that because they are insects and they are akin to the wasps but still hornets and different. But you've pissed me off now and I'm going. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brian Wasps for this week. I hope you enjoyed that. So uh, we nearly come to the end of the show. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's. I think we. I think taking a week off w- w- won't do us any harm. Um, 
it's been I think it's been all right this show but not spectacular not yet but we will see um we've uh got one more thing for you I think and uh, sorry Sally hasn't been I was going to do Marmite Lid doing Marmite Lid that you're doing quickly I mean it's shit though do it with a smile and a quip, do you see what he did? He's the greatest cartoon character we've had since Hissing Sid. His eyes look like an oil spill, his mouth is like a skid. Mark. You love him or you hate him, it's Marmite Lid. Hello, it's me, Marmite Lid, and Duck after a week off. How you doing? It's Marmite Lid, he... Uh... It's all there in the the theme tune. It's very much like the Lost Islands, that theme tune. It tells you everything you need to know. Uh, he is a face on a Marmite lid. Made the people in the sun laugh. I got him in for £100,000 in a year. We haven't even got we have, what five months in. And uh, I actually rested him last week, which is, you know, when you think how much that's costing me, that's a huge amount of money. Uh, he comes with pithy observations about the news. Uh, and he's trying to do comedy stuff. Or sometimes he just tries to sell Marmite. What have you got for us this week? Oh, hello, Richard. I noticed that Maradona died yesterday. Oh, God. I mean, come on. This is You're meant to be doing funny observational comedy. Oh, this is good. Don't worry. It's going to be fun. Is it? Yeah. I noticed Maradona died yesterday. Yeah, gone. And that is a shame he has died. Because I uh, really liked uh, Like a Virgin. That he... Well, look, you said he died. In the, you said Maradona and you said he died. I really liked Vogue. I liked Vogue, the song he did. I mean, that's... Am I right as writing for you? Because that is... I mean, it's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good observation. Oh. Oh, well, now he's in the hands of God. I mean, that was just on the front page of all the newspapers. He's in the hands of God. I mean, to be fair, look, this is as good as a lot of professional comedians are doing. A lot of the cartoonists today basically just had some kind of Hand of God joke of him. It's the old arriving at the pearly gates. Hello! 100,000 times a year I'm on. You know, not sometimes the best stand-up comedians don't get on telly. Sometimes it's just a, someone with a gimmick. They get a certain distance and then they're on and they've been paid and they're not the best. Admittedly, Marmite Lid is fucking smashing it today with the the Maradona stuff, but, um, hooray, thank you, it's me, Marmite Lid, and the day of all the gigs, well, there aren't any gigs, aren't there, no, because all the theatres are closed, oh. I don't, I'm not really a theatre kind of stand-up, no, I guess not, <sighs> we need the king of the world back in this, don't we, it's, I tell you what, we should never put the king of the world at the start of the show, there's no, there's no way, there's no way back, is there? There's no, there's no way that we haven't had Sally on. We haven't had conspiracy Theo sitting there. Tamashanta's there, ready to come on. And there's just not time because it's what well, fucking hell. It's twenty-two, and I've got a really long sketch. Uh, so look, I, I was looking in the mirror at myself with my moustache. Movember. Uh, I'm going to keep it for a little bit. This moustache, but it may be gone by the next time you see me on this. Um, and I reminded myself of something from many years ago, and suddenly I realised I'm the right age to be playing one of the characters uh, I used to do. So we had a little crack at putting something together. Here's a nice little surprise for you. It's a really long sketch. I understand why Saturday Night Live sketches are so long now. 
because you just do them quickly, don't you? Put them together, then bang, fuck. Well, I might as well put it all out. It'll fill some time. Uh, go and make yourself a cup of tea. There's not much going to be on after this, and then we'll be doing Classmaster. But here you go. Hope you enjoy this sketch that we filmed with the lovely Stevie Martin. Hello. Hello, Stevie. Hi. Yes, that's me. Hi. A woman called Stevie. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the best driving school of motoring, BDSM for short, and your very first pop-up virtual driving, BD for short. Now, COVID may be killing your grandma, Stevie, but it won't be killing your ability to learn how to drive. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, it, it feels weird, doesn't it, doing it online? My boyfriend was saying that it was sort of impossible, but actually, here we are. Oh, your boyfriend said that, did he? Yes, he was just, yeah. And is your boyfriend an accredited driving instructor? Has he even completed a certificate four in transport and logistics, open brackets, road transport, hyphen car driving instruction, close brackets, TLI 41216? <laughs> no, I don't think he has, no. Oh, can you ask him for me? Could you ask him if he's got a certificate for in transport and logistics, open brackets, road transport, hyphen, car driving instruction, close brackets, TLI 41216? No, oh, I don't need to. He definitely doesn't have that. Oh, well, maybe tell him to get a certificate for in transport and logistics, open brackets, road transports, hyphen, car driving instruction, close brackets, TLI 41216. And then maybe we'll listen to his opinion about how you teach someone to drive. Understood. Yes. Um, although I suppose common sense to say if we're going to learn to drive, we'll have to be in a car at some point, won't we? Oh, right. You're, you're someone with common sense, are you, Stevie? Well, I think so. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, tell me, Stevie, with all this common sense you've got if you were learning brain surgery right one day one would you just pop along to the theater with a bread knife and just saw open someone's head and poke around a bit just have a go no i no obviously not no. but i just thought you know driving a car isn't exactly brain surgery is it no and you're dead right there stevie driving a car is far more dangerous and complicated than brain surgery which is why no one drives a human brain to work do you know how many people die in brain surgery every day? Go on, have a guess. Do you know? Uh, no. Can you I, even guess? I can't even guess. Can you guess? You can't even guess. It's zero, Stevie. Zero people on average per day. Uh, do you know how many people die behind the wheel of a car, Stevie? 10,000 people a day in the UK alone. Really? So maybe you haven't got common sense after all, have you, Stevie? Maybe rather than thinking you're royalty who needs to be in a car when they're learning how to drive, you'll sit back and listen to someone who can actually drive and let them teach you how to drive. Because, Stevie, with all your common sense oozing out of you like breast milk, oh, you can't even drive, can you, Stevie? You can't even drive. I can. Right. I think we've got off on the wrong foot here, and I'm really, really sorry about that. That's probably my fault. I want you to know that I'm really happy to go ahead with it. Um, I've paid 20 lessons in advance, so... Yeah, in entitling you to 10% off lesson 21, I should add. Oh, yes, thank you. Well, no, thank you, female Stevie. You may be right. Maybe I've, it's got a bit overheated. Let's rewind. We're going to start from the beginning. The clock is still running. That time has still been used up. Uh, my name is Peter Dibdin, and I will be your instructor for this online course. Now, I know you're going to have lots of rules and facts and figures flying around in your head, and it can be very easy to forget people's names. It's fine. I've got it lodged. 
But fret not, because luckily for you, I have written a simple poem to help you remember my name. It's called The Remembering Peter Dibdin's Name Poem, and it goes like this. Honestly, I'm really okay. P is for professional, because that is what I am. E is for expert, and yes, I give a damn. Oh, sorry, I should have checked beforehand. Um, It is protocol because of trigger warnings. Are you happy with me saying... The word damn, uh, we're not allowed to just say that anymore. We do have to check. Uh, I can change it to darn if you've got an issue. And that is quite funny because it's a, a comedic misdirect in the rhyme. Yeah, no, that's fine. I don't mind darn. I just don't. also don't need a rhyme to remember your name. It's Mr. Dibton. It comes up on Zoom just there. And also I've got it written down over there and on a poster on my wall um, over there. So Peter Dibton. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. You, you think you know already know my name? Yeah. Yes. Uh, as, I suppose you already know how to drive, Stevie. I suppose you're an expert driver. Are you? Am I being punked here? Are you punking me right now? No, no, no. I just don't need help to remember your name. That's it. <laughs> I could see you were going to be trouble when you came in here, yeah, Stevie. I could tell it. You're a, you're a firebrand, aren't you? Yeah. No, I don't think I Yes, am. you're a troublemaker, aren't you? I'm not a troublemaker, no. You're I'm... a feminist. No, I'm. yes, I am, but that's not relevant to this, I don't think. Stevie... Oh, Stevie, would you like to teach me how to drive? What? You seem to know all about it. Sorry if I'm doing it all wrong. Maybe you'd like to teach me how to drive because I don't know how to do this job after 30 years. No, I just already know your name. That's it. So maybe I should sit back and let you teach me how to drive. You, who can't even drive, you could teach me how to drive. You can't even drive, even though you're 40. Oh, I'm 32. Really? Yes. My nephew Chris passed his test. One second into his 17th birthday. And what's wrong with you? 32 years old and you can't even drive. It's pathetic. But I couldn't afford the lessons. I can't really afford them now, if I'm honest. I I just, that's why I would really like to learn how to drive and not waste my time on poems and stuff. I already know. <laughs> and I'd like to be able to fly and poop chocolate drops into the hands of the poor starving children. But I can't do that. Can I, Stevie? But you know what? If I was paying someone to teach me how to fly and how you poop chocolate buttons into the hands of starving children, I would be polite enough to listen to what they had to say. Fine, go ahead. Well, I'll have to... I'm all in a tizzy. I'm going to have to start from the beginning. I hope you'll listen properly this time. P is for professional, because that is what I am. E is for expert. And yes, I give a darn... You see? Yeah, see? It's very funny. T is for the traffic we'll meet along the way. E is for emergency stop when danger comes to stay. Oh. I can start from the beginning again if you're going to take the mickey. No. I will. I'll start. I'll go right back every time. No, please don't. R is for roundabout. On approaching, take note and act on all information available to you, including traffic signs, traffic lights, and lane markings, which will direct you to the correct lane. New word, D is for driving. It is my job how to do that to explain. Are you taking the mickey? No. Because I can carry on. No. I is for indicators that go both left and right. B is for my headlight bulbs that brighten up the night. Doesn't headlight start with H, though? Headlight bulb, Stevie. B. Well, you could just use brakes, braking. D is still for driving. Were you even listening the first time? I is for indicators. I've said that already. Will you please pay attention to my rhyme? And N is for neutral gear that you must begin and end every journey in. 
Put it together. What have you got? My name is... Peter Dibden. Ah-ha-ha! Oh, so the poem you were so sarcastic about has worked and helped you to remember my name. I think she's got it. Great. Now, can we get on with the driving lesson, please? All in good time, Stevie. Can you just repeat back the poem to me, please? What? Repeat back the Remembering Peter Dibden's name poem, please, just to check you took all that in. Yeah, your name is Peter Dibden. I know it. But have you learned the poem that reminds you of my name? I'm paying £45 a lesson here, Mr Dibden. I'd just like to get on to the driving part of it. Driving a car is all about procedure, Stevie. And before we get in our virtual car, which is admittedly not as dangerous as an actual car, but is still dangerous. It's the equivalent danger of taking a bath in a bath full of COVID-19. I would just like to hear the poem, please. For fuck's sake. Swear words are the tools of fools. P is professional. Good, because... That is what I am. Good, it's what I am, but I'll let it pass, yes. V is for emergency stop. Oh, oh, dear dear me. The first D, I think, Stevie, rather than jumping straight to the second D. (laughs) Unless you think the the rhyme is P is for professional, because that is what I am. E is for emergency stop when danger comes to stay. I mean, that does not rhyme. That is not going to help you remember anything, is it? What you think? You're a fool. It's very confusing, because the same letters are used for different things, but then sometimes they're used for the same thing. So it's it's very... Yeah, it is confusing. And you know what, Stevie? Driving a car is confusing. Driving a car out there on your own like you can't do because you can't even drive. That is confusing with the headlights blaring in your face and the horns blasting you up the tailpipe and all the stopping distance just continually going round and round on a loop in your mind. Never ending. Of course, it's confusing. So if you find a simple poem confusing, Stevie, then I don't think you are ready to get into a car. I think it's a good job we're giving you 20 lessons outside of the car before you even think of stepping in a car because you can't even drive. You can't even remember the remembering Peter Dibden poem. It's pathetic. Can I have my money back, please? No, no refunds. And I would like to hear the poem. Tell me the poem. Tell me the remembering Peter Dibden's name poem now. P is for professional because that is what I am. Correct. E is for expert yes because was it so hard i don't give a damn i do give a damn I... that's the whole point i've got i of course i give a damn what do you think i'm there's quite I'm... a lot of words to remember in yes poem. it is it is but when you've got it you'll know my name it's p t t traffic because it's on where are we going to meet it along the along the motorway Pathetic. I think my, my nephew Simon knows this. He's three years old. Teach him to drive. I can't. He's not allowed legally. Check the highway code. <sighs> that was a very long sketch about uh, driving instructor. Nice to see old uh, Peter Dibden back, isn't it? Do you remember Peter Dibden from Fist of Fun? Didn't think you'd see him again, did you? Wasn't too bad. Hello, I'm the king of the world. Yeah, okay. I'm going to close the show because I am the king of the world. And the king of the world. I think you're kind of ruining this uh, show. I'm not ruining it because I'm the king of the world. It's very hard to do anything else. Other than the king of the world. Thanks for listening to my show. The king of the world and hearing's twitch are done. I'll be back next time. Maybe in a couple of weeks. We'll get rid of the dead wood. We'll stick my head back on so it's not coming off. And, and, and it hurts, it hurts so bad. And 
Then it'll just need the king of the world to twitch a turn, and then it'll just need me said, at the king of the world. And available for children's parties and anything you want. Alright, kids, see you next time on Twitch Athon. Bye! Good night! You have been listening to Ali and Herring's Twitch of Fun, starring Ali Sloper, featuring in alphabetical order Brian Wasp, Cocky Carrot, Conspiracy Theo, Donkey, Fluffy Rabbit, Gwendolyn Fly, Law Fox, Marmite Lid, The Other Donkey, Prince Andrew, Richard Herring, Sally Sloper, Victoria Ghost Child, and Hoary Horse. Program Associates, Andy Hamilton, Mark Burton, John O'Farrell, Terence Dackham, Guy Jenkin, Bridget Leafley, Ian Patterson, Jed Parsons, Simon Boulevant, Mark Brisenden, Andy Riley, Kevin Cecil, Clive Coleman, D.A. Barham, Peter Bainham, Julian Dutton, Harry Hill, Al Murray, Ben Moore, Tony Lee, Rich Johnston, Lee Barnett, David Bedeal, Rob Newman, Graham Sutherland, Kim Morrissey, Barry Poulton, Buddy Murphy, Mark Griffiths, Ivan Shakespeare, Alan Stafford, Barry Atkins, Martin Smith, Will Adams, Colin Bostock-Smith, Peter Hickey, Craig Robbins, John Random, Brendan Martin and Martin Curtis, Bob and Barbara Bolton, Nick R. Thomas, Chris Stratford, Dave Morley, Andrew Whelan, Chris Evans, Ben Evans, Stevie Martin, Bill Alzaffer, Dan Tetzel and John Cairns. Titles and graphics, don't bother you, you're listening to it, Andy Bobbin. Title music, Kevin McLeod. Jingle music by Mike Cosgrave. Jingle lyrics by Richard Herring. Jingles performed by Mike Cosgrave and Jake Cosgrave. Ali and Sally made by Thomas Herring. Prince Andrew and Cocky Carrot made by Richard Ison. Produced by Chris Evans, not that one. Not directed. This is a Sky Potato production for Twitch TV. And, uh, and the king of the world.